Jesus, there is something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, let all heaven and earth. Praise the Lord and welcome once again to Into His Word and IntoHisWord.com and Stay.IntoHisWord. I am your host and I'm so glad that you've come here once again to listen to the Word of God. That's what we talk about here, the Word of God. So if you have a hunger and a thirst for the Word of God, if you're desiring to learn something from the Word of God, if you desire to be a part of our team here, a part of our listening audience, you're at the right place. Into His Word. And remember to tell somebody, stay into His Word. Remember to ask somebody, are you into His Word? Hallelujah. It's important to be into His Word. Because if you stay into his word, he'll stay into you. Let us pray. Dear Lord and Savior, we come today, Lord, asking you to open our hearts and our minds to receive your word. Touch this wicked and adulterous generation, Lord. Turn our hearts, turn all the sorrowful hearts to gladness, Lord. Heal the brokenhearted and the afflicted. Touch those that have a need in their lives today, Lord. I know a lady, God, right now that has a, a terrific need in her life, God travels great distances to work and I ask that you touch her right now Lord I know that there's another person out there hallelujah right now Lord that had an injury to her body God and I pray for her that her injury is healed hallelujah with no side effects in the name of Jesus God I pray for that man Lord hallelujah who's been hurt in the name of Jesus we pray amen thank you God but Lord, we know that you can do all things. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, today we're going to talk to you about you must be born again. You must be born again. And we're going to, have to take a look at a couple of scriptures here that help us out. You know, what is born again? Hallelujah. According to the scriptures is being born of the water and of the spirit. And God had this plan in place ever since the Old Testament. Hallelujah. It wasn't a New Testament concept, although we hear a lot about that in the New Testament church, which we're living in today. This is the dispensation. This is the period of time in which God judges his people according to his sins. We are in the new agreement, the new covenant, the New Testament. Hallelujah. But he did also have what is known as the Old Testament the old covenant, the old agreement. And that old agreement was for a certain group of people. Hallelujah. God's chosen people, the Israelites. Hallelujah. Although there was many, many people that lived in the land during those days, just like it is today. There's hundreds, there's thousands of people, millions of people that are living in the land today. But just like then, God chose to himself a peculiar people a special people, uh, as he called it, the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. Somebody that he could speak to, somebody that would listen to him, a group of people. He called them out and he told Abraham to come out from among them. 
and be ye separate from the Lord. Even Abraham, the father of faith, the father of many nations, hallelujah, many people. He came out from among them to start this whole thing off, to kick it off, so to speak. Hallelujah. And so now the children of Israel, hallelujah, God spoke specifically to them. Hallelujah. And God told them that he had a plan for them. Now we're talking about being born again. Now I believe in my heart, hallelujah, I believe that somehow down through the centuries, this whole formula has got tainted, has gotten changed some sort of way, and I don't know. But I do know that, I don't know how, but I do know that when speaking to people and certain people, I have come to realize that there is a formula that has been used or may have been used that is not quite right. Hallelujah. Uh, and perhaps this formula, and it's not all churches do this. This is just one of the a, a major uh church that has a lot of people in it worldwide uh, that's been deceived hallelujah uh, starting from Simon the sorcerer hallelujah uh, kind of started kicked off this whole thing and, and that's a whole long story there you just have to do the research to, to find out more about that uh, but we're, we're going to read from the book of Ezekiel right now uh, going to Ezekiel chapter 36 uh, verses 24 through 27. And of course, I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible. And I trust, as I always say, to bring your Bible. So I trust you brought your Bible today. And uh, if not, you can always uh, pull this back up online, listen to it again, and refer to your Bible to ensure that I am reading from the Word of God. Hallelujah. So, uh, Ezekiel chapter 34, uh, excuse me, uh, chapter 36, it says this in verse 24. For I will take from among you the heathen and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Now here we have, hallelujah, this is Ezekiel, one of our major prophets, hallelujah. And God told him, speak to the people and tell them these words. Hallelujah. So down the road somewhere, hallelujah, we can see here that the formula of being born again was developed. Hallelujah. It says, then I will sprinkle clean water upon you. Hallelujah. This was the covenant for the Old Testament people. Hallelujah. God said, I'm going to sprinkle water on you. But somehow down through the centuries, this formula has been uh, instituted and has been continued throughout. But we must remember, we have to put things in perspective and realize that God was speaking 
under the Old Testament, an old covenant, an old agreement. So those that may go to church today and have water sprinkled on them, and it doesn't not only mean today, we can go back to 1950, 1940, 1930, 1910. Hallelujah. We can go all the way back in time. Hallelujah. To this time right here in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. When he says, I then I will sprinkle sprinkle water upon you. This was an old covenant. But under this covenant, we see some similarities into the new covenant. And we'll talk about that in a minute. He said, a, a new heart also I will give you and a new spirit will I put within you. Hallelujah. This was God's plan, as I said from the beginning, all uh, earlier in this message, that this was God's plan for mankind to be within us, hallelujah, and to put a spirit within us, to give us a new heart, a new way of thinking, hallelujah, to take our old hearts and change it, our old hard hearts, our hardened hearts, hallelujah, the Bible tells us that man's heart was hardened, and he said, because of the hardness of your heart, I have done these things, hallelujah, now, Jesus, hallelujah, did not want us to do certain things, but because of the hardness of your heart. But see, now he said he's going to take away that hard heart. He's going to take away that stony heart. Hallelujah. And give you a heart of flesh, a heart that has emotion, a heart that can feel. But there's a process to go through that. Hallelujah. There's a process in this Old Testament. To, hallelujah. To go through that, through this old agreement. You had to be sprinkled. But this is speaking under the old covenant. Hallelujah. The old testament but once jesus christ came on the scene hallelujah once he was born of the virgin mary once that spirit entered into mary and became flesh and dwelt among us among them hallelujah because he doesn't dwell among us that we could see we could feel him and we have representatives of him today hallelujah but once that spirit became flesh and dwelt among them hallelujah he is the only begotten Son of God, full of grace and truth. Uh, hallelujah. We love the Lord our God today, and his name is Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We have to realize that there's only one Lord, one faith, one God, and one baptism. Hallelujah. Uh, and we, we need to understand that because this is just the way it is. This is what the Bible teaches. It doesn't teach anything other than that. If you're rightly dividing the word of truth, if you have a revelation, hallelujah. I know some people may drop off from the listening audience just because of that, because people would rather have something heaped to themselves, uh, teachers, because the people have an itching ear. So they want somebody that's going to tell them what they're accustomed to. They want somebody that's going to tell them uh, what they want to hear and not the truth. My job, my mission here today, every time I put a message of together, hallelujah, by inspiration of God today, hallelujah, this message is inspired by God, just like God inspired the word and he called men to write the word of God. He told them, write the words in the book. And we covered that through one of the study lessons uh, I think it was number two or three. Hallelujah. How to learn to study. Go back and listen to it. Hallelujah. You'll get some insight there. No doubt about it. 
insight, some understanding. So going back, <coughs> once excuse me, once Jesus came into the scene, we now enter into a new covenant a new testament, a new relationship, a new agreement. The old one has gone away. If we remember from one of the study lessons, hallelujah, the Old Testament was an old agreement where sacrifices was made by animal sacrifice. And that's how your sins were uh, rolled ahead. But it wasn't just any old animal. It had to be a nice animal, a pure animal, an animal without defilement had to be sacrificed to wash away the sins and roll them ahead another year. But then Jesus Christ came unto the sin, unto the scene. But you could listen to all that in another one of the study lessons. I think it's study number three. Hallelujah. Or two and three. But nevertheless, there was a plan from the beginning. Hallelujah. As I said, you know, in Ezekiel, it talks about God was speaking to the Israelite people. It was a Catholics. Uh, hallelujah. That was practicing, perhaps practicing this uh, agreement of sprinkling. And perhaps this is where they got it from. This was an Old Testament concept, uh, an old agreement. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know, honestly, if Catholics are still sprinkling water. Maybe some old Roman Catholics are still sprinkling water on kids, but that is not the mode of baptism. Hallelujah. But God will get a hold of his people for his purpose, his chosen ones. Hallelujah. And he'll say, come out from among them. So there's some of you right now that are not understanding what I'm saying right now. You're not really grasping it, but God is trying to tell you to come out from among them, to come out from the false doctrine, to come out from the non-truths that being taught to you, to come out from not believing in one God, one faith, one Lord, and one baptism, and his name is Jesus, because Jesus became flesh, hallelujah, and dwelt among us. But now we're in the New Testament, and there's this guy, hallelujah, we're talking about being born again, and there was this guy named Nicodemus, hallelujah, and we're going to read about Nicodemus, and then we're going to talk about Nicodemus's background just a little bit, because it's important. <clears throat> Excuse me, because it's important to know about Nicodemus's background. Hallelujah. Let's cover that right now. Nicodemus's background. Hallelujah. Nicodemus. First of all, we have to understand that Nicodemus was a Pharisee. Uh, that word Pharisee means a, 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 um, um, uh, a separated one. He was separated from the rest of the people. There was the Pharisees and there was the Sadducees. He was a Pharisee. The Pharisees held a prominent spot in the Judaism in, in Jerusalem's society during Christ's times. They were more influential than the Sadducees. You see, these people had uh, influence over the multitudes and all everywhere they went in Palestine, they were easy to spot. And during their high peak, during their popularity, during popularity, there was over Josephus records that there was over 6,000 Pharisees in Palestine. I'm sure they had a special way of dressing, a special way of carrying themselves, probably uh, sticking their chest out, if you would, as they walk through the crowds trying to be humble, perhaps a little bit. I don't know. But nevertheless, the Pharisees was it was a, it was a lot of them. There was a lot of Pharisees, praise God. They studied the law, so they knew the law. This was their big thing. They knew the law. 
They formalized the religion of the scribes and put it into place. So that was a whole nother religion formalized by the Pharisees who knew the law. Hallelujah. Who knew the law. We need to remember that. They had their own doctrine. Well, not their own doctrine, but a doctrine, I would say. The doctrine of predestination. Hallelujah. They stressed immortality of the soul and the fundamental belief of the spiritual life. Hallelujah. They believed in the resurrection where the Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection. Hallelujah. And when the two came together, there was always contention. There was always an, uh, uh, a disagreement in that, if you would. But nevertheless, with that being said, we have built the background of this man named Nicodemus. Now let us go to John chapter 3, and we're going to read from John chapter 3, uh, verses 1 through 7. Familiar scripture, very, very familiar scripture. But remember, you must be born again. And the purpose of this is to get the correct mode, the correct way of being born again. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you get this revelation because it's very, very vitally important. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. I'm reading from John chapter 3, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, now that means teacher. We know that you are a teacher come from God. For no man can uh, do these signs that you do unless God is with him. I would go a step further and by that Jewish uh, understanding, that writing, unless God is with him indirectly, he's saying you are God. Jesus answered and said unto him, most assuredly, I say unto you, unless one is born again, this is from the New King James. Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? That's a hard thing to do. I don't know anybody that can go back into their mother's womb and come out again and be born again. Uh, that's a that's a difficult task. I, I haven't heard of that, and I don't think anyone in this world has heard of that. But Jesus had an answer for him and said, most assuredly, I say unto you, unless one is born of the water and of the spirit, he can not enter in uh, the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. Hallelujah. Now we have the story where John baptized Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He came up out of the water. We have that story as well. And the dove descended upon Jesus Christ as a symbol of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, letting us know that the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit 
was upon him. And that was the authority. And we hear the Bible says there was a voice from heaven that said, this is my beloved son. Hallelujah. Believe in him. Believe on him. Hallelujah. And this was the authority placed in Jesus. Hallelujah. And this is Jesus telling Nicodemus the pattern, the plan for being born again. Hallelujah. For getting into the kingdom of heaven. So as we can see in this New Testament agreement, that we must be born again because that which is born of flesh is flesh and that which is born of spirit is spirit. You must be born again. Hallelujah. And we need to be born again of the water. We need to be born again of the spirit. But how is that done? Well, to be born of the water, you have to be submerged. Hallelujah. Submerged. That means totally your body is completely covered in the water. That's why the Bible says when Jesus came out of the water, hallelujah. So when Jesus came out of the water from being baptized by John, hallelujah, that's uh, the symbol, that's a sign for us because the Bible tells us that all these things was written for our understanding, for our admonition, for our admonishing, for our understanding uh, upon whom the ends of the world have come. Now, if you believe this is the end of the world, hallelujah, which things are looking pretty bad, but I don't know if it's the end of the world, but hallelujah, if you believe that, then you need to get born again of the water. Hallelujah. And the Bible teaches us that once you get born again of the water in Acts chapter two, hallelujah, then the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Hallelujah. It may happen in the water. It may happen outside of the water. Hallelujah. But the Spirit's a promise. The Bible tells us it's a promise that you will receive the Holy Ghost. But you need to repent of your sins and turn from your ways with a clean and sincere heart. You can't fool God because God is the author and finisher of our faith. God knows it all. You can't fool him. When you come to God, you come to God believing that he is. The book of Hebrews said, come believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. If you diligently, if you with all your effort, seek God and get the Bible off the counter, get the Bible off the table, crack it open, start reading it. Hallelujah. You must be born again. That is the only way you're going to be able to see the kingdom of God. That's the only way you're going to be able to enter in to the kingdom of God. Uh, reading from the King James Version, not the new King James, but the King James Version, John chapter 3. And it says this, the same. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, a ruler. The same, remember, we already covered who the Pharisees was. He was a very influential person. He studied the law. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, he couldn't come in the broad daylight when everybody was roaming up and down the streets when other Pharisees, they may have walked in, in pairs or in groups 
through the roads, hallelujah, of Jerusalem and Palestine, but he could not come with a group of them going to Jesus, the rabbi, asking this simple question. He says, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. So they knew who he was. They knew that he was he was the almighty, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. And he did miracles and had God with him. The Holy Ghost, hallelujah, was all over him, in him, through him. He was the spirit of God manifest, Jesus Christ, the spirit of made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld or they beheld hallelujah him they saw him oh behold look this the flesh we've heard about this hallelujah hallelujah so jesus answered and said verily verily i say unto thee except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of god nicodemus saith unto him how can a man be born when he is old can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Okay, you're not going to see the kingdom of God unless you're born again. We already know that. Jesus established that. But Jesus comes back again in verse 5 and says, Jesus answers, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter, enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. So don't, this is no nothing to be astonished over. This is nothing to be amazed. What? Huh? You mean I got to be born again? What? Oh, this is, I'm amazed at that. You mean to go to heaven? To be saved? I got to be born again? I got to be submerged in the water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins. And I have to seek the Holy Ghost with a pure heart, change my ways. I have to change from my sinful and adulterous life. I got to change from my drunkard life. I got to change from my drug habits. I got to change from my immorality. Hallelujah. I got to change from my corrupt living. Hallelujah. And then be born of the water and of the spirit. To enter into the kingdom of God, to see the kingdom of God? This is what Jesus was saying. These are the qualifications to do this. Hallelujah. You know, if this, then that. If you're born again of the water, if you're born again of the spirit, then you can see. Then you can enter in. These are the qualifiers. These are qualifications that it takes. Everybody has qualifications. Hallelujah. You got to be able to read uh, a, a driver's manual if you want to drive your car. You know, uh, the, the, the DMV test. You got to pass. You got to read the written DMV test if you want to drive your car. It's the, it's the prerequisite to being a, an approved driver. It's the qualifier. If you can pass this written test, Hallelujah. And then pass the actual physical driving test. Hallelujah. Then you get your driver's license. These are the conditions. This is a condition. This is a condition is what Jesus is saying. The condition is to see the kingdom of God. You must be born of the spirit. To enter in the kingdom of God, you must be born again of the water. You must be born again. I don't know how much plainer 
that can be put. You must be born again. Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 8. There's very, very uh, stories. There's stories documented where people have been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. The Ethiopian eunuch was reading the word of God. Hallelujah. And Philip came alongside and said, while he was in his chariot and said, do you understand what you read? The Ethiopian said, no, I'm reading about this Christ Jesus. I'm paraphrasing. He said, but I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I can't get this. How many times have you opened your Bible and you couldn't get it, but, and then you just closed it, but you didn't have it within you, the humbleness, the humility, the hunger wasn't strong enough for you to seek out somebody and say, hey, I read this and I don't understand it. Can you please show me? It, it, it's bothering me. Instead of just closing it and shoving it to the side, contact into his word will help you to understand that. The phone number, email, however you want to reach out to us, will help you to understand the word of God because the word of God is what is the roadmap to heaven. Remember, you must be born again. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, God, for this word today. If you need a place to pray, go ahead and kneel down right where you're at. Go ahead and open up your hearts right where you're at, where you're standing. If you're driving, if you're driving, which you may be, hallelujah, don't do this right now. Don't close your eyes. You know, maybe wait till you can in a safe spot. Hallelujah. And just pray and ask God to forgive you of your sins. Be serious about this, you know, and then turn away and try not to do it again. And if you fail, just keep asking God to forgive you of your sins. And then ask God to fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because our Lord, he's that kind of God. He will forgive you, but you got to be sincere. You can't be messing around with this because your eternal being is your eternal soul where you spend your eternity is depending upon how you pray. It's depending upon your sincerity. It's depending upon your devotion, your consecration, your dedication to God. Hallelujah. It's all dependent upon you and how you act towards this plan of salvation, this wonderful plan of salvation that Jesus gave us. Hallelujah. This plan of salvation is great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Just like God is. So God bless you and keep you. Stay prayerful. And remember, God be with you. Stay into his word until we meet again. Tell a friend. Like me.